Pastor Roy Hagemeyer here. Today is the first day of a regular pod- podcast that I will be doing. This one might be a little bit short, but this is just the beginning. There will be more to follow. First, let me tell you about myself. First and foremost, I am a child of the Most High God, a born-again Christian. I am the founding and the senior pastor here at the Way Christian Church in Fort Mojave, Arizona. I firmly believe that that the church is and must be the conscience of the state, and that we as Christians, we must be fully engaged in the political process. When I hear that politics and religion just don't mix, it makes me cringe. Because the Old Testament, the Old Testament prophets themselves were extremely political. If you look at at the prophets like Jeremiah and Isaiah, they they were highly political in what they were doing. Our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ, was highly political in his days on earth. He didn't avoid confrontation with the political leaders of the day. The church must be awakened to the fact that we are to speak out against the evil in our world. I've been involved in politics all of my life. I worked on both of Ronald Reagan's uh, political campaigns when he ran for president of the United States. And I was very blessed to have attended his victory party in 1984. I myself have ran for political office twice. I have been a PC here in the Republican Party in Mojave County. I'm pro-life, pro-gun, and a firm constitutionalist. I have to say that I'm appalled, deeply appalled, at what I'm seeing here in Mojave County. In Arizona, and even in our great Christian nation, the United States of America, In this podcast and those that will be following, I will be covering issues of the day in relation to what the Word of God has to say in regards to what's going on in our world and in our country. Today we're going to be covering politicians and their ambitions to get elected to public office, a position that is to be a servant to the people, not a king. Let's remember that God is sovereign. It is he alone who is in absolute and total control of our destiny. Anyone that believes that they have the power to overrule and overpower God is sadly mistaken. Because God wins. Kings and rulers for thousands of years have thought that they could overpower God. But every single one of them have come to the realization and they failed. Today in this great nation, we see people that are standing up fiercely against God, standing firmly for abortion, standing firmly for the right to kill innocent children. When the word of God very plainly tells us, thou shalt not murder. Standing for the mutilation of children in the name of transgenderism, insinuating that God made a mistake. Let me assure you this, God never makes mistakes. People are also standing for open borders to the the detriment and the destruction of this great nation. Let me tell you, heaven has closed borders and few will enter. But hell, hell has wide open borders and many will enter through its broad gate of destruction. America may fall, but the kingdom of God will live on for all of eternity. 
the Lord Jesus, he tells us very explicitly in the book of Matthew, verse, uh, verses 4 through 8 in chapter 24. And Jesus answered them, See that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name. They will be saying, I am the Christ. And they will lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not alarmed. For all of this must take place. But the end, the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation. And kingdom will rise against kingdom. And there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. And all of these are, are only but the beginning. The beginning of birth pains. I firmly believe that we are living in the last days. And I know that Jesus is coming soon. We should, therefore, take heed and live in intentional expectation in everything we do and everything we say. And it is far past time for we, the people, to stand up for God and country. We have for far too long allowed politicians to tell us how it is going to be. It is now time to tell them how it will be. The word of God is, is very plain. In Proverbs 12, 22, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight. Attention, all elected officials and those running for elected office. If you are not willing to bow a knee to the Lord Jesus, you will not get our vote. We must elect only those who live for God and live with God. God must come first. For without God, this nation will fail, as we are seeing every single day throughout this nation. We read in Psalm 22, verses 27 and 28, At the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations will worship before you. For kingship belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. You know, Republicans have stood for God and country in that order. Republicans were the moral majority in America. But where is God in the Republican Party today? Sadly, the party of Lincoln and Reagan has lost its way. And God has been deserted. And why? For nasty liberal tactics. Ronald Reagan said it quite eloquently back in 1984. If we ever forget that we are a nation under God, one nation under God, then we'll be a nation gone under. God is no longer the leader of our nation. The leadership of the Mojave County Republican Central Committee made it clear that they were going to start running our Republican Party like the Democrats do. And they have now stooped to a new low, destroying anyone who stands up for God, stands up for freedom, and stands up for liberty and has an opinion. How can the Republican Party have any chance of winning elections when they spend most of their time fighting amongst themselves? There must be unity within the party. 
We are not going to agree 100% of the time. We are all different. We all have different beliefs on different subjects. But tearing people apart for the sake of being right or having control helps absolutely no one, especially the conservative movement. The Bible very clearly states in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, Do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless. For to this you were called, that you may obtain a blessing. And while I'm on the subject, let me make one thing perfectly clear. When we read in Romans chapter 13, verse 1, a chapter that is filled with controversy throughout our world because people want to tell us it means one thing when it truly means another, especially in the United States of America. Romans 13, 1 reads, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God that those that exist have been instituted by God. The governing authority in these United States of America is we, the people. The government is accountable to us. The recent events that we've seen with Jeff DeWitt, the former head of the Arizona Republican Party, have proven that the the depravity of this once great American standard, it shows the, the swamp mentality of the leadership of the GOP. Their sole desire is to tell us who we can vote for, their choice. I, for one, do not want to vote for establishment candidates. As well, many of those that are seeking election or re-election have only gone half in as they only want to be re-elected for their own gain, be it fame, fortune, or power. They pass legislation that seems to attempt to placate the electorate. Well, it won't work. We are tired of sleazy, lying, deceptive politicians. We have some major problems in our county, in our state, and our nation. And none of the elected officials are doing anything about them. The latest proposed fentanyl bill from Representatives Gillette and Biasucci is nothing more than a ploy to get votes. There are plenty of laws on the books to fight and prevent and stop the drug trade. Start enforcing those laws. First and foremost, close down the border. If you close the border and you stop the flow of the drugs, we won't have to worry about arresting people here for them. If we're serious about stopping the drug flow from flowing freely across our southern border, then we must stop the flow and close that southern border. Now, more laws will not do anything to change what is happening today. We cannot just put a band-aid on a problem and hope that it goes away. And just recently, the Mojave County Board of Supervisors allowed the Mojave Electric Cooperative to come in and deceive them into voting for the proposed new gas-powered electric facility adjacent to homes in Fort Mojave. Only one supervisor voted no, Ron Gould. Thank you, Supervisor Gould. I bet none of them would vote to have that plant next to their homes. And I, for one, am tired of the, the lying, the deception, and the pandering and the outright whoredom being committed by people desiring to get elected to public office. I love this quote from John Jay, the first Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. He said, Providence has given to our people the choice of their ruler, 
and it is the duty as well as the privilege and interest of our Christian nation to select and prefer Christians for their rulers. Anyone that is seeking elected office that does not fear God will not fear the people they are elected to serve. We must eliminate all self-serving, self-centered politicians from our government. Daniel had it right. In Daniel 2, 21, he wrote, He, God, changes times and seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. God will do what God will do. It is best to follow God. This past year, I was led to write a paper entitled Politicians and the Way of Cain. And this is what I wrote. The one who has political power or is seeking to gain political power needs to understand what Lord Acton said. Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. What we see is that most people who seek elected office may indeed go into the process to actually help we the people. But as time goes by, the feel of power draws them to go the way of Cain. Pride sets in. I'm the best. Selfish ambition. I can reach the top on my own. Fame and adoration lead to even more pride. When one reaches a point of being influential, that leads to more pride and more self-ambition. Once a person reaches this point, the position is no longer about representing the public who elected them. It becomes about self. A selfless politician is a very rare breed. What is the end game for these people? More power? More influence? More self? The question every elected official must answer is this. Are you willing to sell your soul to gain the whole world? For gaining the whole world is nothing. Knowing the Lord Jesus is everything. For when you forsake him and you go after the world, you lose and you're dead. Compromise, rebellion, and sin. All of these traits we see here reveal a bigger issue. Pride, selfish ambition, fame, influence, and power. They're all part and parcel to a disregard for God. These people look to self for direction rather than looking to the Creator for sure guidance. We all have a choice. We can go the way of Cain, we can go the way of the world, or we can follow God and live a life that is pleasing to Him. Believe in the lie that you will not be held accountable for the life that you lead will only lead you to more misery. Living life God's way, taking God's path, leads to joy, peace, and love. Proverbs 16.25 tells us, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. The path we choose is truly life or death. The way of Cain, or the way of the world, or you can take the way of the Lord. When we refuse to honor God, we choose the path to hell. The way of Cain leads down that broad road of destruction. Oh, politicians, where is your humility? Why all of the arrogance? 
Why the pridefulness in your hollow accomplishments? For the proud will be brought low in the presence of the Lord. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. May the grand old party return to God and its conservative moral roots. Psalm 33:12 says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen as his heritage. May God bless America. Be on the lookout for my next podcast coming soon. If you would like to contact me, my email address is onepastorsopinion at gmail.com. O-N-E-P-A-S-T-O-R-S-O-P-I-N-I-O-N at gmail.com. Thank you and God bless.